0: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Hour three. Uh, Anita Marks with you here until three o'clock this afternoon. Uh, I'm, I'm in, in the break. Of course, I check, you know, my social media. I'm looking at TikTok and all that. And I'm seeing the videos from uh, the dodgeball game last night. Um, the skills competition and all that. Uh, guys, are you watching that? Are, are you guys tuning into that? I, I'm certain dodgeball. Whatever, the all-star festivities that are going on. The, in the NHL
2: know. in Toronto?
1: No. Uh, NFL, silly. No. no
2: the, the NHL is way better than, than the NFL for the all-star. Come on. The silly. Pro Bowl is, a- everything with the Pro Bowl, it shouldn't even happen. It, it It's so beyond even boring at this point. Why, what are we doing? If Roger Goodell. Dodgeball, drive contest, what are we doing? If Roger Goodell woke up today or tomorrow or whenever and says, hey, we're going to get rid of the, the Pro Bowl and everything that comes with it, everybody will just clap for him. Best decision he's ever made.
1: Okay. I mean, listen, I'm I'm, I'm not watching. It's not on my radar. Um, you know, I'm watching True Detective with Jodie Foster.
2: How's that going? It's okay. Where can we watch True Detective?
1: Uh, I think it's on, I think it's HBO Max i don't know it all runs together for me you know netflix hbo max apple hulu paramount brit tv
2: you have all that yeah yikes what do you mean oh, no, i don't you know do you have cable too
1: i have youtube tv
2: okay wow
1: that's my that's my provider
2: so then, do you have like an antenna or a satellite, just in case everything shuts down?
1: What do you mean, in case everything? What, what do you mean, shuts down? Everything's on an app.
2: Okay, I'm just looking out. That's it.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't quite, I don't know what you mean by everything shuts down. In you case just, you you, in you down, you download the app. The apocalypse
2: on, you, happens. Yeah, in case the apocalypse oh, happens, geez. you have something to watch TV. Yeah, stuff. then we're
1: all screwed. I don't know. Here's another thing have have you have you worked out with your family? This is something, I had a conversation with somebody that, that just in case that happens and there's no communication, like, do you have a plan with your family in regards to like where you all are meeting?
2: It's funny, I keep seeing that billboard outside um, the studios here that says that you just talk to your family about, about a plan and then ignore each other afterwards. But no, we have not worked out a plan. Have you guys?
1: Um, yes, I do have a plan.
2: All right, where well, are we all meeting up?
1: <laughs> it's important. You should have a plan. I don't think people realize. Like, if if something like that happens, like there's no communication, like everybody has to like, where are you going to meet? Where are you going to go? If this if if this isn't, um, you know, if you're not able to get to this location, then what's location number two? Like, people need to have a plan. You need to have a plan. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven. How do we get here? I don't even know. Let's go to Jose in Brooklyn. Jose, save the show. What you got?
0: Hey, good afternoon, Anita, Joe, Harvey. Shout out to the company, uh, and don't worry. We will get. We, we we are you know trying to promote that pickle game to make it into a reality. If you, if you yeah, yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: <laughs> yeah. Let them know. We're waiting for a date. We're waiting for a date.
0: Uh-huh. No worries. We will do so. The
1: I have a. You know,
0: to answer your Nick question, because I'm I've been ecstatic and over the moon, because I was one of those that was kind of like you know the ultra positive, let's wait and see, not trade, you know anything even before the trade. But now after the trade and seeing 14 and two and kind of seeing the rest of the Eastern Conference fall back, which was what I was kind of expecting even before the trade, but seeing the 14 and two and seeing how good we look. I'm more of like, you know, hey, what what other trade can we make to kind of, you know, make at least a marginal improvement if we can't get that big superstar? But to answer your question, I don't think this year's the year. I think um, they're going to kind of be still more in the wait and see. And if they somehow get to a Game 7 and lose a heartbreaker in the second round or get to an Eastern Conference Finals, I think the next offseason is more of the offseason where they'll pretty much – be on the hotline to try to see who's out there to make that big push for the next trade, because eventually we do have to use some of those picks. But um, I, I do agree with some of Joe's point earlier, which is at least using this year's picks to get some role players to kind of pretty much solidify more of the roster. I want see, to know what you thought.
1: Yeah, Jose, appreciate your call. Um, I, I just, I disagree. Like there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee that the Knicks are going to be in the same situation next year you know like so much has to go right in 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 a year to be where the Knicks are right now um and 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 obviously a lot is going right even without two of their best players on the court they're still winning games so for me it's like i think this is the year you need to be all in and use some of those first round draft picks uh to accentuate this roster um and and put together a roster that could go toe-to-toe with Boston. Let's go to Morris in the car. Morris, what you got?
3: Hi, Anita. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. Um, I just wanted to talk about the Super Bowl uh, pretty much, and uh, it seems like all of the experts, as I mentioned last week, all of the experts are discounting history. Um, So other than Tom Brady, and I'll mention Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow got them once. I'm going to mention a couple of, names and that that the experts had. They had, uh, years ago, the Sean Watson and the Texans, Derrick Henry and the Titans, Bosa and the 49ers, and then last year, last year, Farrow and the Bengals, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, and then this year, Josh Allen and the Bills, uh, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, and the experts, they don't pay attention to the history, and each time the Chiefs win, They win in a different way. So they have so much in their arsenal, and the Super Bowl's not going to be any different. It's not going to be any different. So that's all I wanted to make mention. And again, Tom Brady got them twice, but guess what? They learn from it. They study, and if you recall their losses during the year, what does Mahomes say right afterwards? We have to get better. I have to do better. So they go to the laboratory, and then when it's postseason, there's no drop passes, Kelsey has huge games, and Kelsey's going to be good for two to three touchdowns in the Super Bowl. So I'm just going by history, and that's all I wanted to make mention of. And again, thank you for having me.
1: Morris, thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. We get back, we'll hear from Cynthia Friedland from the NFL Network, uh, do a deeper dive into uh, the Super Bowl uh, a week and a day away. Right here on 98.7 ESPN. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
0: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Hey, I want to remind you? Come out and see Michael K uh, in their show, of course, live this Friday, three o'clock um, in Franklin Square. Um, <laughs> you guys, you guys can can pronounce this better than I. Please feel free to
2: Platt Deutsch.
1: There you go, uh, Platt Deutsch Park. Uh, Long Island for a special countdown to kick off broadcast to get you ready for the big game with live music from one of the Tri-state's best cover bands, The Mystic. Uh, we're bringing the big game experience to you brought to you by wise snack, Security Dodge, Resorts World Catskills, Chili Willie, and cool Carl's Ice, Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey, and the new Tullamore Dew honey, which I'm all about. Uh, Cynthia Freeland, who joins us each and every Saturday. Um, you can see her all over the NFL network. Unfortunately, her Detroit Lions lost <laughs> to uh, the 49ers, in my opinion, should have beaten them. I had the I had the Lions on the money line, <laughs> Was felt really good about them at the half. But a lot of people are blaming Dan Campbell and his choice to go for it on fourth down. Cynthia, do you feel that way?
4: To be honest, the fourth down decisions weren't the ones where I was like, what's going on? It was more about the call for run versus pass with the time that was left fourth downs were an identity of this team. So it's not like they're doing it based on some like analytical model that's saying like, Hey, the nerds say to go for it. That was who they are. They have more plays in the playbook on fourth and short or fourth down, just in general, than the average team by so much. So to say that he was being too risky, whatever, that's what got them there, especially considering that you were outmatched. They were seven, seven or seven and a half point underdogs in this game when it closed. So let's be fair, like you got to like take some risks to do that. So I didn't care about that. I was a little bit more like, why are you throwing it? Why are you passing it? Why are you running it in certain specific situations? with And I I mean, look, like I bet Dan Campbell uh, didn't call the play like Jameer Gibbs fumbled the ball or I'm pretty sure he also didn't call the play that was like, hey, um, Brock Perdue's gonna, or I mean, sorry, Jared Goff's going to throw the ball. It's going to bounce off. A, or sorry, no, Brock Purdy's going to throw the ball. It's going to bounce off the defensive back's head and Brandon Aik's <laughs> going to catch it, right? Like <laughs> these are very unlucky things that happen.
1: Yeah, so a little bit of unluck, um, a little bit of poor play calling. Um, and again, there are many people out there that don't believe that uh, the aggressive nature of Dan Campbell going on fourth down Help them at all but nonetheless at the end of the day I feel in both games the better team did not win I feel that the Green Bay Packers were the better team that day going up against the 49ers I feel that the, the Lions were the better team that day going up, going up against the 49ers so now the 49ers have made it to the Super Bowl and yet now they are favored Cynthia the line opened up at one jumps up to one and a half now it's a two so the 49ers are favored by 2. Just out of curiosity, uh, do you agree with the odds makers here? What what what's your thoughts on on who's favored in this matchup? I spent about a good
4: hour on Monday thinking I was crazy because I was like, is there an injury that I've missed? Is there a is there something that I'm like not seeing in this game because to me, the the Chiefs should be favored in this game and my model exactly. also have the winning winning this game. So unless there is a super secret double probation injury that I'm unaware of, I don't understand it. So there's something I'm, there's something we're all missing, I guess.
1: It's just, it's, it's really, it's, it's quite wild to me. Uh, So on the opposite side with the Kansas city chiefs, you know, so again, we're sitting here and we're, we're talking about how fortunate the 49ers are to be in this position but on the opposite side with the Kansas City Chiefs, pure dominance. Um, and what they were able to do against the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson in that offense, you know, um, I, I'm, I'm very confused as to why Lamar didn't run more. Now, granted, when you look at his statistics, eight carries for over 50 yards. And for any other average quarterback, that's pretty significant. But at the end of the day, we're talking about Lamar Jackson. I felt like in watching that game, there were running lanes that were open that he could have taken. That I felt like he was sitting there trying to prove a point as opposed to sitting there and trying to win a game. What, what are your thoughts in regard to the Kansas City Ravens outcome, Cynthia? I guess I feel like it was like they were playing
4: chess and obviously Spags had the beat on – whether I, I think Todd Munkin may have overthought it. Like that when I, went, I watched this game like four or five times back to try to understand what's going on here. And I think Todd Munkin was like, No, he knows we're gonna run. Right? Like I don't know Todd Munkin. I didn't ask him that specifically. But it looks like a classic case of overthinking things because you know, you know they didn't run the ball other than short yard situations as you outlined. But also they kind of didn't indicate that they were going to run the ball. So you knew it was going to be a pass. And, sure, that first drive, it worked really well. But then it stopped working, and then they didn't adjust the right way. So it was very confusing to me. But sometimes we all get in our own bag the wrong way. And, unfortunately, for the Ravens, like this is the first time we've really seen that, they haven't had to work through some of the adversity that other teams have worked through, including the Chiefs this season. So, to me, I'm, like, watching that, I'm like, oh, wow, they're they're – they're gonna over. They're gonna. It's gonna kind of snowball on them once it goes into a hole. It's gonna be hard to get out of that hole because of they're, they haven't been in the situation. They don't have the muscle memory for that.
1: Interesting. All right. So let's turn our attention now to this matchup. Again, we're both on the same side here that we feel the wrong team is favored. Um, superior coach, in my opinion, with all due respect to Kyle Shanahan, in regard to Andy Reid's got a track record here, and and he's won, right? Kyle Shanahan is lost as a head coach and is lost as an offensive coordinator when he was with Atlanta. Quarterback Patrick Mahomes, I'll take him seven days a week and twice on Super Bowl Sunday over Brock Purdy. Better defense, better kicker. Uh, this is a Kansas City Chiefs team. They're 4-0 at Allegiant Stadium. I, I-, I can go on and on. Their their schedule was tougher. G- give me Give me all the reasons why you like Kansas City in this matchup.
4: Well, First and foremost to me is their defense's ability to um, to limit YAC, right so the yards after the catch in where San Francisco year in and year out has absolutely crushed everyone and the fact that this Kansas City defense is second best at limiting yards after the catch over expected that's like you know in a, in a normal situation a team would allow x yards well they're even better than you would imagine right they're the second best in the entire NFL at that so that is number one to me where where the where the defense really makes a big difference. And then I watched through Tranquil just absolutely understand and like live rent free in Lamar Jackson's head, which to me is really an indication of the fact that they figured out how to coach the right situation for that linebacking court. And this year more than ever, off ball linebackers have actually made more of an impact than like in the past eight seasons. So that's the areas where I'm like, oh wow, because you thought going into this game the linebacker advantage would be Ravens, right? But it actually up to you, And then now you're looking at Fred Warner, or Dre Greenlaw versus like Drew Tranquil, Willie Gay, like Nick Bolton, like a, a slew of guys who maybe don't have like as marquee of names as like Roquan Smith or Patrick Fiennes, but I still think the way Kansas City's using them it's going to be a difference maker with Brock who, by the way, against the, against the lions, like he turned into Justin Fields on a couple of those plays
1: scrambling. Yeah. Listen, I, I, and and with all due respect, like, I, I think the story is phenomenal, like made for Disney movie, Mr. Irrelevant, you know, battles his way to become the starting quarterback for the 49ers. But like, you know, I feel you can you can put Kirk Cousins in that spot, and, and I think Kirk Cousins can do just as good, if not better. I, I think that there's at least a handful, five, if not seven, other quarterbacks in the NFL that if you place them in the San Francisco 49ers offense, they could do just as well or better. I, with, with all due respect, you agree or disagree? If you disagree with me, it's fine. I, I'm just curious. Do you agree or disagree with me?
4: I agree. I mean, I don't think that there is a single – quarterback in the league who I would say bar none if they didn't have it's like everyone's a everyone is a um, system quarterback until at least I don't know eight years I don't know what the number is but your system quarterback you're like Tom Brady your team is a system quarterback everybody was a system quarterback with a few reps as we've seen from Brock Purdy so I like I don't that argument to me is sort of irrelevant and it would be great if like if everyone had that O-line along with that opportunity with those playmakers to do that thing after the catch, like it would be a lot easier for a lot of
1: quarterbacks to succeed. Absolutely. Again, Cynthia Freeland joining us here. You can see her all over the NFL network. Um, so when do you, when do you head to Vegas, Cynthia? Thursday, baby. <laughs> Thursday. So you'll Nothing be there like Thursday. Like that, <laughs> That's when the that's when all the actions happen. I actually I actually enjoy going to the parties earlier. I like going to the parties on Tuesday and Wednesday night more so than I like going to the parties on Friday and Saturday night.
4: But that's I just be, me. I'm gonna be very honest with you. Like this Vegas Super Bowl, if you're working like there's no way you can even start going to a party because you were just like there's a magnet that happens to be in those bars so you, you can't even go you just have to like go to your hotel room and then go home
1: <laughs> um and so you're you're going to be there all throughout right are you going to be there throughout the game day on on sunday or are you going are you coming back and to la you are
4: have an eight and a half hour show leading up until kickoff on Woo! sunday so i will be there until kickoff I'll watch wow. the game. Allegiant Stadium is actually awesome. And by the way, your listeners should know if they are going, you can actually walk, and there's a little tunnel that takes you mm-hmm. under the highway back to a hotel on the other
1: side. It, you don't even need a new Mandalay, Mandalay Bay. Mandalay Bay. Mandalay yeah. Bay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which is incredible. It's, it's, yeah, just just <laughs> no, um, no tailgating. No tailgating. I, but who I don't wants. Even care about who
4: wants... I'm talking about after.
1: You walk home. No, after- no, I know, but like who wants to tailgate when you could just like hang out in a casino all the way up to kickoff? Like, exactly. And then walk yeah. yourself there. Like I'm telling you,
4: the whole walking yourself there and back thing is massive.
1: Yes, I, I agree with you. Um, okay. So before we let you go, game script, how do you see this playing out? You see like Kansas City going up early, you know, what is it A blowout? Like game script, what do you envision here?
4: I don't think it's a blowout, but I do think Kansas City goes up early. We've seen in this playoff that opening game scripts, the area where Andy Reid can be Andy Reid, he has done it exceptionally well, which means scoring on first and or second thrives in every single playoff game. So if you're looking for something to maybe perhaps think about while you're there, perhaps think about that. Think about the first score to be the Kansas City Chiefs, because that could be a, a very smart way to look at this game.
1: I like it. Um, give me your favorite prop bet heading into Sunday. I think,
4: yeah, I think Isaiah Pacheco sees his way into the end zone. I think everyone's looking at Christian McCaffrey. That one seems very smart, but I like Isaiah Pacheco as well.
1: Yeah, you know, I know last week you talked about Noah Gray, and uh, and he hit those prop bets uh, overs as well. It's still, I want to say, it's like over one and a half receptions, over twelve and a half receiving yards. Um, he only has one drop pass all season long, and Andy Reid is going, you know, twelve personnel about forty-five percent of the time. And I think if if the Forty ers really do focus on Travis Kelsey, because again, as we've been talking about his in the postseason, he's just he's been a lot better than he he was in the regular season. Um, I think Noah Gray can be, yet again, a sneaky good play in regard to over-prop bets for him. Agree or disagree?
4: Totally agree. Love that.
1: I think it's fun to look at
4: all of those smaller numbers and figure out a strategy around those as well because the bigger numbers are harder to get behind, right? Like, smaller numbers, easier to win.
1: All right, before I let you go, um, I just, big picture here in regard to next year. How confident are you? that the Lions win the Super Bowl next year. I mean, I, I, did, I did some deep research on them. You know, obviously they draft, especially the last few years, better than anyone else. Uh, I want to say they're going into the season with a b- about $50 million in cap space. Been there, done that. Now these guys have some some experience in the postseason. I, I really, I, I kind of, I really like this Lions team to lock and reload and come into next year even better than they were this year. And I'm not even a fan. I know you are. What what are your thoughts on the Lions heading into uh, next season?
4: You know, it's very hard for me to look at Super Bowl situations now, but I love me some, like, winning divisions. And you know what I saw from the Packers? A lot of goodness. So I know you asked me about the Lions, and sure, my heart would potentially say that, but I'm looking at the Packers as a really good value here, especially right now. So whatever their win total number is, perhaps it's going to be more than that because I, I think the Packers are really on the up and up this next season. And, and again, wow. I like the Lions. Don't get me wrong. Love them. But I'm looking at the Packers.
1: Cynthia, you rock as always, my friend. Adore you. Love you. Enjoy Vegas. Um, and, uh, and hopefully we'll have a chance to talk to you next week before the game.
4: Absolutely. Love you too. Talk to you next week.